Homestyle Green, episode 156. Why Passive House? With Dr. Wolfgang Feist. Have you ever been a bit starstruck when there's been someone that you've looked up to, maybe a bit of a hero, and you suddenly get to meet them and you just stumble across your words and you can't think straight? Well, that kind of happened to me last week when I got on a Skype call with none other than Dr. Wolfgang Feist. Now, if you haven't heard of Wolfgang, he is basically the father of Passive House. He started as a physicist at the University of Tübingen in uh, Germany, and he went on to, to look at low-energy houses for about a decade, culminating in the launching the Passive House Institute in 1996. And the reason I wanted to bring this episode out um, specifically this week is it's coming up to the 20th International Passive House Conference this year. It's a huge landmark and it's also 25 years since the Passive House movement really was established formally and, and became a thing. Wolfgang is, uh, he's been awarded the Sustainable Building Award at the University of London in 2014. He's also received environmental awards um, from uh, the German the German Environmental Award and also the International Award for uh, the Environment in Gutenberg in 2003. Incredibly humble guy, incredibly smart guy, and it was just awesome how accessible he makes himself despite... Uh, I imagine being a very busy man, particularly leading up to to the conference. So it was an absolute honour and a privilege to have Wolfgang on the show. And I started out by asking him why he does what he does. Yeah, that's quite easy here. Uh, we have been working in the physics department uh, since 1975 on energy issues. And for the physicists, it was clear from the 70s that we do have a problem with the with the um, carbon dioxide. Yep. That was already clear in that time. So uh, we uh, started uh, to uh, work on that issue and started to look what might be solutions for that. And uh, it was a little bit frustrating because uh, it was clear already from that time that the worldwide energy demand was growing everywhere and uh, there seemed to be no no real solutions. Uh, so we digged into what is the reason why that energy demand is growing so fast. And so we uh, found that uh, the main reasons are that uh, we are using the energy quite inefficiently. Uh, and, and when we looked into all the different parts where energy has been used and, and identified uh, what would be a way to use it more efficiently, that was the start of all the developments. So you started out as a, well you, and you still are, a physicist. Yes, and of course. And you decided that the place where you could have the most influence on reducing carbon emissions was in the building sector, is that correct? Well, well, um, the building sector worldwide is definitely the biggest consumer of energy. Mm. It's in the range of 30 to 40 percent. Uh, it's not the, uh, well, there are others also as cars, uh, uh, that's another 25 percent. So the perception this in this field is mostly wrong. 
most people think that energy, that, that industry consumes most of the yeah. energy, but that's not true. Yeah, uh, it's it's the buildings uh, which consume the major part, not not the not uh, more than fifty percent, but in in the range of uh, thirty to forty percent. And um, and what's also clear is that it's done especially very inefficient in that in that region. And uh, and what's what's even more important that it's so easy to reduce it. Yeah, yeah, it's. Uh... Which, as as you have demonstrated and has been demonstrated by so many others, I want to come on to that. But you mentioned we there, and uh, were you referring to Bo Adamson? Uh, well, I met Bo Adamson in the mid eighties. That was a little bit later. So that was uh, when then at the uh, physics department. That was at Tübingen University when we started to do work on the energy issues. Uh, that was a working group of some uh, scientists at the university on a on a very uh, university internal level, and but but we soon started to look uh, who are the other people who are working in this field worldwide, and uh, so uh, we we uh, realized that uh, the most advanced development was in Sweden in that time, and that was why I contacted Boadamson. Right. So that is why uh, why we came together in in 1984 or something like that. And that relationship and those networks are they they still strong? They are strong. Yes, this is an international network. It's yeah. uh, uh, well. No, no. Let's say I am 62 now. Bo Adamson is uh, in the end of the 80s. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, uh, but the networks created then. Uh, they are working worldwide, uh, spanning from China to Japan, um, United States, uh, uh, everywhere in, in the world. Where's the most amazing passive house that you've seen, the, ma- the most amazing passive house building? Can you, can you think of um, a highlight around the world? Most amazing. Hmm. That, 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 there are lots of very interesting uh, buildings. Um, amazing is mostly that maybe something that is surprising or, mm-hmm. or whatever. And there have been boats built to passive house standard where there have been uh, um, very small buildings like a, uh, a caravan uh, built to. Uh, passive house standard. Um, there is a passive house in uh, in Antarctica. Yeah. Uh, so 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 these are uh, amazing so- solutions in one way. Yeah. Yeah. They are uh, and, and then there are of course others which are say uh, surprising from uh, architectural uh, uh, point of view, like mm-hmm. uh, fully glassed buildings, which are uh, passive houses, or. Um, uh, Spherical or or uh, cylindrical uh, building. So there is a lot of different things. Uh, so I, I I wouldn't say that I think something is especially the most uh, amazing. One. But I, I guess the the underlying uh, mm-hmm. result of that is that there's a huge diversity and it doesn't have to be constrained to one 
particular form no, or not at all. or typology. No, not, not not one form. It's uh, it's a very open. Uh, 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 you you can do. I I would say almost everything what you do in normal architecture you can do as uh, passive house as well. So it's not a constraint on architecture. Mm, mm. It's um, it's more in the details. Yeah. So this is what is decisive with the yeah. details. You uh, have to to do it in a in a very uh, good detailed way. I've had a few people on the show, like Elrond um, Burrell and some others, particularly down from Australia and New Zealand. And one of the big objections here and other warm parts is that it's not relevant to warm and humid climates. Now, I, I don't want to get into that debate because I think it clearly is. It, it works anywhere. Um, but we were discussing before about the issue of controlling humidity and we have quite high relative humidity here in Auckland. Someone was asking me last week about what, what how Passive House deals with um, humidity rushing in when you open a door or you open or you leave a window open. And your suggestion was that the best way to deal with that is to is to not open the window. Is that is that no, if it's really humid outside, this is just a, it's a it's a simple question of physics. Has nothing to do with passive houses whatsoever. <clears throat> if you if you have a very humid um, air mass, mm-hmm. if that's the situation, it's humid outside. No? Maybe some parts of a of a day or of a of a year, it's not humid outside. But if it's too humid outside, so you don't feel comfortable because of the too high humidity. That's the yeah. situation. Yeah. So if you have that situation, and if you bring that humid air in, yeah, there is no way from a physical uh, point of view you have to remove that humidity. Mm-hmm. Yeah? And that costs a lot of energy. Yeah. So that's trivial. There's no mystic way around it. So the objection that I hear a lot is that we like indoor-outdoor flow, this thing where we throw open the, the doors and we, yeah, so we like to step My in question is just why do you like that? <laughs> what is the reason for that? Huh? I think this is one of these mystical things that uh, people come up with. You feel, if you feel so comfortable with that humid air, then just stay outside. You have it all the time. Yeah. Is that, is that fun? <laughs> Well, and uh, this came out recently with um, a study that Bronwyn Barry from California uh, pointed to at the Passive House Conference in Australia, where it was discovered that even in in climates like California, most well, a lot of doors that people just assumed would be open all the time were, were closed ninety percent of the time. So it seems to me that there's a, a bit of a conflict between people's perception of how they'd like to use their homes and how they actually do use their homes. Maybe. Uh, we have the same thing here. So um, there are these different kind of perceptions. So, And uh, if also to know that if you open it for a short time, uh, it's not a problem at all. Uh, we have had the same discussion here in Germany. For if it's really cold in winter, say it's 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 minus twenty centigrade outside. Yeah. Yeah. There is no fun leaving a window open in that yeah. time. There's yeah. no heating system which can compensate for that. Yeah. It's clear. Yeah. 
So this is just a silly thing. No, and nobody does it. And if it's raining outside, yeah, you close the window. Yeah, uh, you yeah. don't want a rain, rain to come in or whatever. So, so, so maybe every RV's different perception can be. But uh, what I always think is, it's important for you. You may do what you want. Always, yeah. It's always there's no there's nobody standing behind you who says, yeah, "Now close the window or whatever." Do what you want, but you have to be aware that if you in a situation where the external climate is very uncomfortable. In the one or the other way, it's yeah. too cold, it's raining, it's uh, too wet, it's very humid. Huh? Uh, you have to be aware that in this situation, uh, having an extra air exchange will create a high demand uh, of uh, energy. Yeah. yeah, and not depending on whatever kind of building or technology or whatever you are using. That's an illusion yeah, to think. Yeah, that. yeah. There's something that's like, like this. You, you know, whereas in Germany there is a a, a thing that uh, please uh, please wash me, but don't make me wet. Huh? Yeah. Something like that. Right. There are things which are not working. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so and and that's the physics behind it. And and you you won't be able to change the physics. You know, uh, situation. So so what we can think of, what what can we do in order to um, have the best possible perception for uh, the people inside. So they, we might start to ask, what is the reason why do we want to open uh, the window? And maybe one of the reasons is that in, in uh, former times, let's say, look, 20 years ago, when you didn't have any air conditioning system, mm. you didn't have mm. one. Yeah? So it was it was uncomfortable, no question. But it was even more uncomfortable if you didn't open the window. So you had to open the window to have it a little, a little bit less uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. That was the reason in the past. Huh? So and maybe there's still this tradition uh, in it that people think uh, that is uh, so. So uh, and, and 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 that might be the background. But I don't know. I'm not uh, a native. Uh, 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 New Zealander, <laughs> so 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 you have to ask what are the what what are the issues behind that? Yeah, yeah, and I suspect so why there do, are some some cultural. So why ones. do people think? Yeah, we want to. Well, if you, you of course sometimes you want to open window because you want to hear the the birds singing, for example. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So well, we might find another way. You can have uh, you can hear the birds singing. Yeah, if you want. Otherwise, you might sometimes you might. To close the window because you don't want to hear the the the, the people working outside or something like that. Yeah? So, so uh, that and, is always and, and most of my... depending on the on the situation. So and, and what I think is we should analyze this. Why uh, do people think that they want to open a window? And uh, uh, very often there is a rational behind it. And then to look what what is this rational and how can you deal with that? We we have a long way to go here. I can still hear the birds quite easily through my single glazed, very leaky uh, window joinery here. So, yeah, it's easy. <laughs> the outside coming in. That's an easy an easy solution, eh? and 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 that's of course possible. Also, you can always it's it's always easy to reduce sound protection. No, yeah, no question. yeah, it's, yeah. It's a very <coughs> it's very hard to get good sound protection. Yeah, the passive house we can do that. Uh, but it's also always easy to reduce it. Huh? 
without having any problems with the energy flow. Just before I ask Wolfgang about the uptake of Passive House around the world, if you are at all interested in looking at a Passive House building or building or designing to near a Passive House standard, then you're definitely going to need an airtight building envelope. And the best people to talk to about that are ProClimber. I talked to Dennis Dowling about why he uses ProClimber products in his buildings, and here's what he had to say. There are, there are several different products on the market, and I suppose ProClimber um, benefits from brand leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, also, they have um, quite a good R&D process. And I suppose fundamentally, I'm fairly risk adverse. So while I'm very open to trying new things and looking at things differently and trying to create a new way of, of getting from A to B, um, I don't necessarily like doing that on untested or untried products. Yeah. And ProClima has, you know, a very long time of being in the market. So while it's relatively new to the New Zealand market, it's been in the market for a long time and it's in a lot of very large markets and it does very well. And it, and as a result of that, it has a system that goes with it. It has a process to follow. It's that you can see videos on how it works People have an understanding of it. It's a relatable um, product to those in the industry who are building in this space. Um, so as a result, um, it's very easy to get any information that you want on it. And further to that, when you come across something, because New Zealand loves to build bespoke architecture, when you come to something that's a little di- different or unique, oftentimes, if there isn't a direct um, comparison that's been done before, there is at least the knowledge resource bank to get that information to you um, that addresses your specific concern. Dennis Dowling there talking about ProClimber. And if you want to find out more, go to proclimber.co.nz or proclimber.com.au. Now, let's get back to the interview with Wolfgang Feist. I want to talk a little bit about the uptake of um, Passive House because it is quite staggering. It's a slow but steady growth, uh, and I, I just think it, it, the success must come down to the fact that it, it just works because it's quite incredible. I find that you uh, make yourself so available that uh, you, you are quoted as, as the creator of the passive house standard, um, but you're not selling you 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 haven't um trademarked it you you it's not a, a private business but it's just got this momentum behind it and the the only explanation i can see for that is that it just it works is is that um what do so you, you think its right. success is you, you are right the main thing of course is it it, it works but that's not the only thing uh, what's also important is it's it's not difficult it's there's a perception when in a country, um, people just start to build mm-hmm. better insulated houses. They might perceive it at the moment that it's difficult. Yeah. yeah? It's always with perception. Again, yeah. Yeah? it's what I learned. It's always with perception. It's the same thing. At, let, let me try it in another uh, uh, picture. For example, if when you are a little boy and uh, uh, you first saw somebody driving on a bicycle, uh, you think it's very difficult mm-hmm. because how to how to go with two with two wheels? It's not working or it's not stable. And when you started to go with a bicycle, uh, first thing what happened is you you you, you fall down from a bicycle. Or? So that's the experience. So uh, starting something new uh, 
uh, is always in the perception difficult. Uh, but after all, now everybody agrees ah, going by bicycle is not difficult. No? <laughs> yeah? and, and it's the same here. Yeah? It's all these V's. Uh, and, and that is, you, you might, you think it's a slow process. Uh, I don't agree. I, I think it's quite fast. It's quite fast for something which isn't promoted by, say, big uh, uh, industry campaigns and big advertising yeah. campaigns and things like that. Because that's not what is behind it. Yeah. Uh, uh, and for, for a process which, which is some, some change in the general... Um, general approach of engineers uh, to to construction. It's it's going quite fast. You strike me as a, a patient man because you know how good the the passive house standard is. Yet yeah. you must continually yeah. see buildings being built below, far below that standard. Does that frustrate you? No. Well, I'm not. I'm not responsible for every every nonsense which is going on in this world. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, it's not it's not the uh, uh, we can help to uh, transform uh, for on on that places for 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 for, for those people uh, who see the necessity to do and who are motivated to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and we are, I, and I keep outside of all the other parts. That's part of politics or whatever or yeah that's not uh, that's no fun you mentioned somewhere else that you also uh, understand that it can if things get introduced too quickly they can have a negative effect there's gonna be a lot of pushback is, so is that also part of that well in the field of passive houses mm. uh, I don't see any problem with that because now we have an experience of more than 25 years and I think we know how it's there. It's available, it's documented, it's published everywhere. Uh, so there can't be much uh, drawbacks. Well, you, you can do it wrong, like everything. Yeah, You can mm. always make mm. mistakes. Uh, but it won't damage. Now, today, it won't damage the standard because it's known that it's working. What's the best uh, way that we can improve the existing housing stock? Yeah, by retrofitting it. So that's achievable. Do, um, is it is it possible to do? Like for my my, I've got a nineteen fifties house here, typical Australian New Zealand construction, no insulation mm. in the walls, single glazed, and I've I've read a lot about um, this mm. the concept of doing incremental changes versus. Yeah. A, yeah. a deep retrofit. My yes, house yeah. isn't going to change without doing a pretty major retrofit. Mm-hmm. Is is it worth doing the little bits around the edges, or do I need to go all the way? Mm. <laughs> uh, it's easy. Uh, it is. Uh, it, it's. It, it just to, to think about what is the normal way. The existing building start is not is not static. Mm. Not at all. Yeah, you always change something yeah. at some time. Your, your plaster will be broken. Your 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 window has to be renewed, and so on. And uh, the, the best way to do it is at at any situation you do something, you do it the full deep way. That special thing you are doing, 
Yeah. So if you if the next window will be exchanged, you choose a a good one, mm -hmm. the best one you avail available. Because we the cost difference in the better product to the normal product isn't very high. Well, a window is expensive. I agree. So you won't want to change a window if it's still working. I completely agree. No problem. But how long is it working? 30 years, 40 years, maybe 50 years, doesn't matter. There comes a time when it has to be exchanged. And, and the only thing which matters is that at that moment where you exchange it, you, you, you choose the, better, the best possible configuration. So go for the best of, of all the, the best, little changes. Yeah, with all the little changes. And, and have a plan, an overall plan in that. Huh? Mm. Because it has at the end to be connected. It's also yeah. Huh? It has to be. And this is what we are working on. This is also now the concept for the European Union. We really realized that very soon that in well in national politics people still think they they, they want to go the whole way in one step, but mm -hmm. it turns out that's much too expensive. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, uh, think on a on a community owned um, uh, social housing project. Now, if you force these people to go the whole thing in one step. We have all right to say, yeah, why? It's all still, we have working windows. The, the, the roof is still tight. Uh, no problem for plaster on the, on the walls. Why do we have to, to do anything now? So they say, then, if you want us, if you force us to do that, you have to pay for it. Yeah, yeah. And that's a lot of taxpayers' money. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's not working. It's definitely not working. It's far too expensive. So, uh, so the only way to do is uh, uh, to do it at the very moment you do it anyhow. Yeah. So when you are making the, the changes, you, you yeah, make... when you are making the changes, it's it, 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 it's it's very simple to think. It's just to think about that. Yeah? And then, if you make the changes, it's important to go the whole the whole path because that is where, where often the mistakes are made. That's what, what I often hear. They say, oh, my windows are so bad. Now, I don't have to go for such a good uh, roof insulation because my windows are so bad. Yeah, yeah. That's a wrong decision. Yeah, That's wrong. Because if when you exchange windows, you say, oh, we don't, I don't have to go for better windows because my roof is so bad. Huh? Yeah. yeah because you, have, you haven't done it in a good way when you had the opportunity to do it. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And this is so simple. It's not nothing to do with physics. It's just uh, <laughs> common sense. Yeah? It's so easy. It's so easy to understand that. Go go the whole path at every moment you do something. And the difference, if you if you put in 10 centimeters or 20 centimeters of insulation, doesn't matter. The cost difference is almost zero. Yeah. You've come, well, Passive House... Uh, is celebrating uh, 25 years, uh, the 25th year, the um, mm. a, a international conference this year, uh, this month actually. That I mean, it's just mm. a fantastic achievement. So well done, Wolfgang. It's, mm. it's, it's amazing to get there. What's your vision for the construction industry for the next 25 years? Um, well, to be honest, this is only a small part of the uh, uh, construction industry. Uh, only uh, the energy-related issues are in in the uh, worth-creating part of mm -hmm. the construction industry, maybe ten percent or fifteen percent. And and what we do, we might change it to say five percent more, mm -hmm. twenty or something like that. So so this is still not something which really changes the industry. 
That, that's also something that might be a perception huh, for some people mm -hmm. changing the industry. And some people who are working with it, they also have that perception. But if you look at it in a, in a proper way, you see it's, it's, not, it's not true. It's just that the, that the industry also goes the same thing what we discussed just now. If, if you produce a window, uh, the only thing you can do uh, in a in a responsible way is to improve your window to the best possible technology which is available for the energy um, uh, issue uh, uh, at, at, at current times. And that's not difficult. You can do it and you can do it at the – also producing windows is not static. Yeah? Changing yeah. all the time. Yeah? They always change their design and whatever. So and if you do the next change in design, you also do an improvement with the energy. And that's everything to do. So, so it won't, uh, as, as long as you think in, that, in it that way, it wouldn't change the industry very much. Yeah? Uh, what, what might change the industry a little bit more is uh, that we create some transparency. Uh -huh. This is what, what we do. Yeah? We create transparency. And to be honest, industry doesn't like it. But yeah. But we do. But we do it. <laughs> yeah. It's Transparency for procurement or for, for performance? For, for the performance. Yeah. For performance. Yeah. So, so if you, 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 you we, we advertise we have the best window worldwide, whatever, with a U value of one point three or whatever, no? and that, and that's the advertisement by the best possible, and so on, and and nobody can check it because. Uh, uh, it's it's not so easy to check it, mm, mm. yeah. But with the certification process, uh, uh, we get these figures. We can compare it, and, and some people aren't very happy with that because uh, we show oh, it's not you're not the very best. It's some somehow more mediocre what you what you produce. Yeah, yeah, and, and so, so 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 this is what we do. We create some transparency. Even to get to that level, I think would be a, a step change where people are promoting on that basis because the the mm. motivation here right now uh, is, is all focused on affordability and speed of construction. So mm -hmm. a, a good window here, in fact, I witnessed this mm -hmm. last week, a good window mm -hmm. here is one that you can install quickly mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. the lowest skilled tradesperson on the building okay. site. Okay, I see. Actually, mm -hmm. Um, yeah, but it, that's, that's yeah. also we won't be able to influence that, sadly. Yeah, yeah. sadly, because because we the, the value uh, connected with installation costs is much higher than the difference value to the better uh, energy yeah. efficiency. Yeah, yeah. better energy efficiency. But, but, but maybe thirty, fifty, sixty euro per square meter. It doesn't matter. It's not 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 high value, uh, but or, or dollars or uh, whatever you see. But but we. The labor costs on site that might be a hundred twenty or, or two hundred euro. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, well, I I would enjoy uh, uh, to have a a change in in in, in these habits. No. Yeah. Yeah. Always doing things with with uh, with uh, the the lowest skills uh, available and so on. No. Uh, but but uh, sadly, uh, we, we we won't change that because we the actual uh, influence on the on the cost side is much higher 
Yeah. Than 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 the energy issue. What what we realize what 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 is what is interesting that is that um, uh, if you look, I cannot only look on the German market. On the German market, we have a situation that we have some uh, six thousand producers of windows, for example. Yeah. Wow. Six thousand. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of them. And then we <laughs> we uh, we chair. The chairman, is that the right expression? Yep, the chairman yep. of, the in, of the industry, he gave a speech and he said, we have 6,000 producers and these are 3,000 too much. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the, that's the chairman of the industry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and, and, and that was, was the policy they had been, they had been doing. Now, I, now, now, I'm proud that, that uh, what we did is uh, we opened some paths for these really small producers to produce really high quality windows uh, which are competitive on the market. Right. So now lots of these very small producers, they are still on the market <laughs> uh, and producing passive house windows. Yeah. yeah. I'm, proud of, I'm proud of that because I think this is, uh, uh, it, it, it's not a good idea to, to, to drive these concentration and and these things, huh? so so a little bit, we can do a little bit also in this development in in, in help because what what you see is we, we small manufacturers, uh, they are the ones who are not not all of them but some of them are more open to innovation than the big ones. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's definitely so what I, we're saying I, here. So so I can work with those small uh, uh, producers, and they can produce high quality windows. And they can be competitive on the market against the big ones. Yeah, yeah. And I'm very proud of that. Yeah, that, that has been working in Germany. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. now the big ones are also coming. Now, no question. But but it's a chance also for the small ones. Mm. And in terms of that whole value proposition, I really like your idea about uh, requiring mandatory net present value calculations that I think you discussed with, mm -hmm. with Martin, Martin mm -hmm. Holiday. That seems yeah. to be one approach where you can actually bring quality into the, mm -hmm. the total price um, mm -hmm. conversation because at the moment it, it's just all about upfront cost of the, the, <laughs> okay. the production of houses. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Yeah, but but, but that's, that's really silly, yeah? It's not only with houses; it's and also in other fields. But it's but it's silly because this is it. it, it just it's like silly, that, but that, it's it's the reality for yeah. the the housing market right now. Yeah, but but it's a what do we say? It's 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 a market failure. A market failure, yeah. Yeah. So so it is, these industry people they have always been uh, been um, uh, talking about uh, failures of politics. Yeah. yeah, you remember that. Yeah, and what you see here is a market failure. There are also failure in markets. So if you have, if you have a working market, a working market would uh, would distribute uh, the, the the costs for the end user in an even way. Yeah. And if if it's if it's not doing that, it's a failure in the market. And I, I hope that things like Passive House in time, uh, as it's proving uh, in other parts of the world, will start to correct that as people appreciate the um, value. I, I don't know. We are fighting for that, no question. Huh? Mm. We are fighting for that. Mm. And, and, of course, we, 
at, at the beginning of such a development, it's it's very helpful because you always find some clients who are thinking a little bit further and who can be convinced with using present value calculation and so on no? at the yeah, beginning. Yeah. Um, uh, but um, to be honest, we haven't been able to change that that thinking. Yeah. It's, yeah. This yeah. is not just New Zealand. You, <laughs> you have it everywhere. Yeah. You have it everywhere. Yeah? We're not. We're not that so, special. No, you're not special. <laughs> at all. I, I have the same issue here all the time. Even yeah. in, in our university, even with the with the rector of of our university, I've had this kind of discussion. But but he re- d- directly told me, "A, I'm not interested in uh, whether we will save any money in five years, six years, seven years, or so. I am I am rector of the university right now. I want the money now." Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a rector of the university. If 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 if, if and, and he's a physicist. Yeah. <laughs> so so if these people are are thinking in that way, what do you think others are? No. Mm, mm. Uh, so now uh, it might be yeah you, you you sound a little bit frustrated. Uh, it, it's not that frustrating. The, the interesting thing is you can start uh, when you start these things. Of course, at the very beginning, the passive house won't be less expensive than a normal house. Yeah, this is just it, okay. You, some people might even be able to do that, but that's a, a a very small minority. Yeah. yeah. So, so normally, it it the, the upfront costs are a little bit higher, not not much, but they are a little bit higher. Yeah. And it's also good for those who are promoting the idea. They should earn a little bit for the work they do. Uh-huh. Yeah? So, so it's a little bit a higher upfront cost, and and you'll always find clients who are um, willing to pay that upfront cost, yeah. whether in Germany yeah. or in New Zealand or ever. There are some people who are rational who will who'll do it yeah, yeah. no question yeah. you'll find those yeah so and, and that's enough to start the whole thing yeah uh, but now the next step will be and, and that's where we are in, in Germany right now in Austria the next step definitely is now you have to further reduce these upfront costs yeah it's a very very important very important step and this is what we what we were successful now in Austria. So, so when there was that discussion, oh, it's too expensive and whatever, and and now we were able to build some examples where we where we could show that it's even possible to build for less cost than you normally do. Mm, mm. And possible. then you compete on the on the same in the same market. There, there are some examples, and this is and then all these people saying it's too expensive. They are <clears throat> so if it gets known in the public. Mm. Uh, they are in a, in a different in a, in a difficult situation. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, when they say, "Yeah, why are you building that expensive?" We have seen it, it, it's also possible to do it less expensive. Yeah. And when you will realize very soon that there are some things which are really expensive, some of these uh, whatever uh, um, marmor tiles or huh? mm. so mm. these are the things which are expensive. Yeah, not yeah. not the energy issue. Huh? By insulation, not marble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well. You also, it's not. No, no. You can. You, you can have your marble if you really want to have your marble. No problem. This is another mistake you could you could make. No. no I, there are people who want to have their marble. Okay. If you want to have your marble, can have your marble. No. No problem. That's not. Uh, it, it doesn't. It's not more expensive than it is in a normal building. Yeah. Just make sure you do the other bits well as well. Yeah, that's what I say. So if if a marble which costs say two hundred euro per square meter, yeah, 
-hmm. If that's no issue, if that's no problem, uh, you say the 30 euro for the insulation is a problem? Where are you living? <laughs> yeah, so getting, getting your priorities right. Mm. Hey, it's, well, it's, 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 it's even not a question of, of priority. It's also what you also realize very soon is that uh, the more energy efficient way to do things at the end is also more comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. It will also uh, create better indoor climate and mm. a, a mm. lot of other issues which are all positive. So, so, so that's also so. These are things which are, well, they are working, working slowly, and they are also what what you said, eh? slowly in that sense that uh, people, of course, have to have to to see that as a little bit of a difficulty. You, it, it's, it's, uh, you have to to publish the results. You have to invite the people into uh, build homes because it, that's another. You didn't ask that, but. But that's for most people is that the most surprising thing. Most people don't even believe that this is possible. To they have that, that is environment. That is complete nonsense. It's, that, that's possible to reduce the overall consumption. Say, say in a tropical climate like yours, I would yeah. say you can reduce it to one third of what you normally have. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. People say, yeah, it's nonsense. It's not working. It's how, how in, in, it can't be true. Yeah. So that is what. So uh, in order to, to move that, you have to show it directly. So you have to, to have some examples built and then you have to invite people to come and to see and to see that there is good comfort and so on. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah, the way it works. Get people ex experience what that comfort actually Only, feels yeah. like. Only, it's yeah. not, they are not, all these people are not physicists like me. So for me, it's not a problem. I, you, you can tell me about the physics I can realize it. I can do my calculations, and uh -huh. another physicist, it's no problem. He will say, "Okay, yes, you are right. It's working." Yeah. So, but normal people are not physicists. For for them, this is completely uh, counterintuitive. Yeah. They don't believe it. Yeah. 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 So 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 they have to see it in reality. We have to see yeah. that it's. Hey Wolfgang, thank you very much for not just your time today, but for the last twenty-five years of great work that you've done. Um, I hope the conference goes really, really well. I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed my work. This is another thing. Clearly, this is also. It might also be a a a a message. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in our times nowadays, uh, I don't think that it's a good idea to do things which you don't enjoy. Absolutely, and it's yeah, uh, it's uh, <laughs> yeah, and that's also some some crazy thing that a lot of people are doing things which they don't enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. And and you're having um, such a great imp impact on on the world uh, around it, which is, so it's it's an honour to have you on the show and to speak with you. So thank you very much, and uh, all the best for uh, yeah. for the future. Mm -hmm. Thank you. What an absolute pleasure and an honour to have Wolfgang Feist on the show, and fantastic to think about the. Um, the reach that Passive House has had in the last 25 years from its uh, humble beginnings and to think where it might go in the next 25 years. Look forward to hearing, I've got a few people I know that are actually attending that conference, the 20th International Passive House Conference, so it'd be great to get some uh, some insights from that and find out a bit more about what goes on there and, and where things are headed in that direction. 
The show notes for this episode will be up at homestylegreen.com slash 156 for episode 156. Thank you very much for tuning in. Also, make sure you check out Proclimber because uh, if you are at all interested in building a high-performance home, you definitely need to talk to these guys about getting a, an airtight building envelope. Hoping to get uh, John or one of the team back on the show to talk a bit more about that some of the details around uh, specification, taping, uh, blow door test, those sorts of things. And if you've got any questions about that or anything else on the show, love to hear from you. Please uh, send me an email, matthew at homestylegreen.com. That's all for this week. Now go make a better place to live.